You're listening to Integrity Radio. I would like to think that Wing Chun is for everybody. The practice of Wing Chun is for everybody. It certainly has been the advertising I've put forth for many years. However, over the years I have found that this is not really true. Wing Chun isn't for everyone. And I say that because you have to understand it and you have to embrace it and you have to become it and it's not necessarily for everyone. I mean, I would think it would be, but that's not what uh, experiment has shown. <laughs> Generalizations are dangerous, especially this one. Hey everybody, this is Z. I've posted this before, I'm gonna re-air it. I think it is important to one, recognize and deal with the narcissist within ourselves. And then two, to recognize and deal with the narcissism of others. So I'm gonna repost that segment and uh, I hope to hear more from you guys on this because I really haven't gotten any feedback on it. Thanks for listening to Integrity Radio. Be sure to visit me at www.sifuz.com and visit me on Twitter at Sifu underscore Z. Seven things that terrify narcissists to their core. Abandonment and rejection. Narcissists can stand being rejected or abandoned. That's why they fly and rages and punish and threaten you if you threaten to leave them and love bomb you if you do manage to get away. To reject a narcissist means you are rejecting the false self they have so carefully constructed to impress you. To reject that false self negates their entire reason for existing. Since whatever true self they may have left is completely inaccessible to them and the false self cannot survive on its own, it's completely dependent on the approval and attention of others. Who it feeds from like a vampire. When you reject a narcissist they are forced to confront their own emptiness and nothing scares them more than that. They will fight tooth and nail to avoid it, even if it means they have to destroy you in the process. Being made fun of, narcissists have no sense of humor, nada, none, zero, zip. They may laugh cruelly at you when you fall and break your arm. And they may chuckle at the discomfort of someone else since they have almost no empathy, especially if the discomfort was caused by them because remember, to them you are not a real person but an object but they are completely incapable of ever laughing at themselves. A few years ago on a forum I posted on, there was a man who became enraged when someone wrote lol at a joke someone else made at his expense. The joke wasn't very offensive and from then on he gave both of them the silent treatment. They take themselves very, very seriously and are very, very sensitive. But that sensitivity doesn't extend toward anyone but themselves.
The reason they are so bothered by jokes at their expense and can't laugh at themselves is because the self they present to the world is a false one that must be propped up and supported at all times by everyone else. To poke fun at a narcissist is to poke fun at a self that's as empty inside as a puppet. It has no substance. It will fall to pieces and then the narcissist is forced to confront that terrifying emptiness that constantly haunts them. Being disrespected, no one likes to be treated with disdain or disrespect. But the narcissist is downright phobic about it. He or she worries about it all the time and imagines slights and personal attacks even where they don't exist. Again, it boils down to the false self which he or she must constantly keep propped up. It's your job to puff it up and inflate it constantly lest it collapse into a limp pile of flimsy rubber. Disrespecting a narcissist is like popping a hole in their balloon self and they feel like they are going to die. To avoid this, a narcissist uses every defense mechanism they have in their arsenal gaslighting, rages, silent treatment, lying, projection, denial, fabricating and false affection to keep you inflating their balloon self so they don't have to acknowledge the horror of recognizing they have lost their real one. Being ignored, this is a no-brainer. Ignoring a narcissist means giving them no supply at all, and without narcissistic supply, the narcissist dies a slow death, or believes they will. That's why some narcissists would even rather be hated than be ignored. Negative attention is still attention, and at least it provides acknowledgement that they still exist. When you ignore a narcissist, it's as frightening to them as being killed. They're no longer confident they exist without your attention. Exposure. If you call out a narcissist on their abusive behavior, they will usually become very angry. Their anger might be expressed in rage or in more covert means such as the silent treatment or gaslighting you. They don't like to be held accountable for the things they do to others. Because that means they have to admit they are less than perfect. It also means they have to acknowledge the humanity of someone else, which they aren't capable of doing. Narcissists are all too aware of their imperfections, but only at the subconscious level, and the way they handle this is to project their own imperfections onto you. So a narcissist might tell you that you are the narcissistic one, or that you are the abuser. They're also good at getting others to side against you, and those people become their flying monkeys. 7 Things That Terrify Narcissists To Their Core Part 2, Exposure. They will accuse you of doing things that they themselves have done and everyone believes them and not you. You start to feel like you are living in a hellish world of smoke and mirrors where you are no longer sure what's real and what isn't. The narcissist has unconsciously or consciously set up this elaborate lie as a massive defense mechanism against being exposed as imperfect and flawed just like everyone else because being forced to acknowledge their shortcomings is to expose their vulnerabilities and being vulnerable is incredibly terrifying to them. They blame so they don't have to feel shame, loss of the trappings of youth and success. As narcissists age, they often grow even more abusive, a very few may improve but they probably weren't high spectrum to begin with. 
That's because aging means a loss of looks, career, health, possibly even a spouse who provides a narcissist with supply and in some cases even financial solvency. All these things are proof to a narcissist that they still have value and are still admired and respected. Somatic narcissists who are most concerned with their health or physical appearance have never developed other aspects of themselves that could be fallen back on when those things begin to go. That's because the false self is a flimsy one-dimensional construct and is incapable of love, true attachment, friendship, and other things that the rest of us can fall back on when we're old and not in such great physical shape or health anymore. If someone has spent their entire lives only concerned with their appearance, once that goes, what's left? Cerebral narcissists who are concerned with their intellectual ability or business acumen may be able to hang on to those assets a bit longer, but eventually, their minds may begin to become less sharp or they may be forced to retire or reduce their hours working. Having to retire is a huge blow to a narcissist whose entire identity is tied up in his or her career and earning ability. What is left? In both cases, a narcissist experiences an almost total loss of supply and to avoid the ensuing depression, they lash out and attack others like angry dogs. That's why old narcissists are so often cranky and mean. They're also terrified of death, the last thing on the list that terrifies them. Death. Every narcissist I've ever known lives in mortal terror of death. That's because death is the ultimate loss of narcissistic supply. Death means complete annihilation of the ego and there's nothing more horrifying to a narcissist than that because their ego is all they are. Personally, I think some also fear hell. They know on some deep level how badly they've treated and exploited others and think they might be held accountable for it in the afterlife. I've seen a lot of narcissists who suddenly become extremely religious in their old age. I think that's because they think by being religious, they may be able to ward off any accountability after they die. Yeah.
distance that's it's called a leaf blower it's these and many many other things that has not allowed me to get more than three hours of sleep for the past three days luckily all my years of homelessness have allowed me to psychologically keep it together one of the biggest problems with homelessness is getting enough sleep to um, to psychologically function <laughs> so the main trick I use one I haven't really gotten enough sleep and you're kind of running on empty in that respect is to just not do anything or try not to do anything try not to really engage your brain too much <laughs> that's my trick maybe it'll help you 
you ever have such problems. So, hopefully tomorrow, or this evening, I'll be able to get a full six hours or so in. Hopefully more. There's... It wouldn't even matter if I were able to get sleep during the day because, well, that would just then offset the evening sleep, so... You just kind of lay around and deal with all the uh, things going on around you. Just kind of use it as a little zen battle practice. <laughs> all right. Z coming to you from the front lines. Integrity Radio. <laughs> I should probably talk about my homelessness, shouldn't I? Yes. Well, being an artist and committing to being an artist and then not being successful as an artist has its consequences. And um, not to say that homelessness is uh, a hard consequence of being a failed artist. <laughs> and I say failed artist in the economic sense. I feel quite successful as a artist, period. <laughs> um, but about homelessness, you know, number one thing I would say about homelessness is that when someone's home situation is really no better than, you know, being out on the streets, um, then I think that's what creates this homelessness situation. One, you really can't do any better even if you paid the money. <laughs> you can have all the riches in the world, but there are some basic psychological needs of every human being. Actually, more physical needs. Um, sleep being one of them, it's huge. I've been able to do pretty good with my nutrition. Well, except for that one year in Lone Pine, California that I ate nothing but McDonald's. And shelter, you know, even in zero degree weather, I've been able to do all right. Yeah, uh, in a tent and a sleeping bag. But sleep has been so hard for me. <laughs> to find even out in the wilderness in the wilderness it's hard for me to even sleep more than three hours mostly because uh, I sweat too much and then I get too wet and then I get too cold and so and I have been trying for years to regulate my temperature in the wilderness with various sleeping bags and sleeping systems but it's just, <laughs> just not happening yet being homeless, even being homeless here in Hawaii, um, you would think you could find a place that was quiet or undisturbed enough. Um, but that has not been my experience. Um, it's, it's not that you can't find it, it's that can you find it on a regular basis. That is the challenge. That occurs to me a lot of what I've uh, 
learned over the years has come from adversity, from the adversity of um, being homeless, from the adversity of being a a, uh, a so-called minority. And it's from dealing with these things for years and years that you, through just survival uh, purposes, devise ways um, of dealing, of coping. Getting into a lot of fights has given me a lot of practical experience in fighting. That's where the martial arts abilities come from. The ability to um, not lose your mind after many, many days of not enough sleep or no sleep. Years of that, I've developed and still developing ways of coping. And in fact, it's usually uh, these illnesses, uh, brain illnesses, injuries, and various uh, illnesses and injuries that allow us to learn more about the human body. And I do hope this isn't a incoherent rant. All right, I'm going to go smoke a big fat joint and uh, see if that can help my situation any. Wow, I said that right at 420. Well, if you got them, light them up. Integrity Radio. You know, I think a good segment would be is ask a homeless person. Yeah, I mean, you know, most of us aren't really comfortable going up to a homeless person and, you know, creating a relationship with them. And uh, and then, of course, a lot of homeless people aren't on social media, so it's hard to ask them questions that way as well. Well, I'm a homeless person. I've probably spent more time as a homeless person than uh, than not. So um, if you have a question regarding homelessness and people um, that have experienced homelessness or I don't know, if you have a homelessness question, bring it on. Integrity Radio. Okay, if I have to suffer through this, so do you. had to be at least 70. Major props.
say. I need to say this. Bill T, I need to say this. What? Don't stop. All right. <laughs> yeah. He's got no interest in stopping you. <laughs> you know, I hear a lot of people on the internet call themselves an entrepreneur. You know what the problem with that is? It's on the internet. <laughs> That's a good point, Sam. Oh, who's that? That's fucking Terrence. <laughs> wow, look at that. Listen, anybody that calls themselves an entrepreneur is full of shit. Entrepreneur is something that somebody calls you, like, you know, oh, that guy's quite an entrepreneur. Uh, case in point, your mother, she's been featured in Entrepreneur Magazine how many times? Three times. Three times. Cover? Ever make a cover? Uh, yes, actually, I have. And made the cover of Entrepreneur Magazine. Now, let me tell you something. Not once have I ever heard your mother say the words entrepreneur. Not once has she ever said, oh, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. All right, I just had to say it. <laughs>Save the date, Psycon is returning to Las Vegas for 2017. Today, you turned on your computer or your phone and Facebook told you that vaccines are an evil government plot. Twitter told you the sun is revolving around a flat earth. And the House Science Committee told you that climate change is nothing to worry about. Meanwhile, up is down, true is false, Oceania has always been at war with East Asia, and dogs and cats may in fact be living together. Enough already. It's time once again for the forces of reason and science to come together. Time for critical thinkers to connect, learn from each other, and sharpen their skills. Time for the leading lights of skepticism to share their wisdom and rally the troops. It's time for PsyCon 2017, back in Las Vegas. October the 26th to the 29th, join luminaries such as James the Amazing Randy, Richard Dawkins, Eugenie Scott, The Skeptic's Guide to the Universe, Susan Gerbeck, Harriet Hall, Richard Wiseman, Carrie Poppy, Joe Nickel, and many, many more. The master of ceremonies is none other than George Harab. For the biggest skeptics event of the year, returning triumphantly to the Excalibur Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, the city of illusions, PsyCon 2017 will be packed with fascinating talks and presentations, dazzling entertainment and fun social events with fellow skeptics. This October, get away from fake news and conspiracy theories filling up your news feeds at PsyCon. 2017, your alternative to alternative facts. For more information, visit www.csiconference.org. Well, day three, honey. Day three. <laughs> Or night three. This be night three, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, yes, night three. Yeah, it's night three. 
So, <clears throat> and if we didn't know any better, we'd think that uh, the mainland has gotten blowed up or something. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hear anything from I anyone. Know. Uh, Anchor, are you there? Anchorites, <laughs> are you here? Where is everybody? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right, well, um, I hope, hope the apocalypse hasn't come prematurely. <laughs> and, uh, if it is, they've got fake news playing. Yeah. It's all an elaborate hoax. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, good night, Anchorites. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night. Integrity. Radio.